Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And welcome back, 877-474-3302. And if you do have a computer problem, just as Mary did, please call us. We'd love to help you. And just want to quickly mention that uh, I mentioned that uh, Trend Micro has a free scanner, free online scanner. It's called House Call. So if you go to Trend Micro's website, it's called version 7.1, and it gives you the ability to identify and uh, find out what the viruses, worms, trojans, spyware, and it's free on there. So uh, check it out at Trend Micro. It's called House Calls. And now, Marsha, you have a guest for us. I do. Well, I'm, su- I'm surprised here. Actually, uh, he's a co-author at Wiley. Um, people love him. Steve, Gar- Steve TV. People are watching him all the time. He's in the Boston area, and he's an ex-radio guy. He is an expert on putting your video on the web. So I thought I'd call him and uh, get him on the show because uh, I was still bemoaning the demise of the uh, flip camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still upset about that. So, Steve, Steve, welcome to the show. And how do you feel about the demise of the flip? Well, uh, thank you guys for having me. Hello, Marsha. Hello, Mark. Nice to meet you. Well, pleasure to um, meet you as well. I do have a quick uh, suggestion for that woman who has the viruses who just uh, who just called, and my suggestion is for her to get a Mac. I saw that, and you know, we try on the show very <laughs> hard to give equal to the Mac and the PC because everybody yeah. has their own innate problems. Yep, you were okay. very nice. You were very nice and gave her all those detailed. Uh, information about viruses and I was like, oh, I am so happy I'm on a Mac and I don't have to deal with any of that. Well, someday you'll have to meet Dr. Mac, who, when I'm yeah. off the air, he will co-host with uh, Mark. Yeah, in fact, I and he can we'll tell you June. some ar- amazing horror stories that we've heard oh, too. I so don't want to hear them. But you asked me <laughs> about the demise of the flip camera, and you know, the flip camera was such a great invention because all you had to do to take video was press a red button. I just love that, and so people totally embraced it because. It wasn't it worked. complicated. It wasn't complicated anymore to take movies. Exactly, so, and you could just plug it into your notebook, download your. Uh, it was so simple to use. It even the earlier one I even think had software within the camera, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it's flip share software, and you just click the button, and you say post on YouTube, and it was just a brilliant solution. So now that Cisco's made the decision to, you know, not not make them anymore, people need. To look at what else is out there. So actually, there are a few different cameras that I like, and I'm, I'm kind of testing out right now. One is the Sony Bloggy Touch. It's a, it's fairly new. It looks really nice. It's small. You press a button, it takes videos. It's really really a good choice. And the other is a couple from Kodak. Um, the ones that are similar to the Flip are the Kodak Play Sport, which is waterproof and it's pretty fun to take on vacations. And then the other one is really small. It's really slim and it's cute. It's called the Kodak Playful. And it has one button on it, very similar to the flip. Push a button, take a movie, and, it, and it's very simple. You know, I've used the Kodak ZI-8, which I takes incredible video. Um, what, do you like that one or do you recommend against that? No, I do use the ZI-8. That's one that I use a lot. Um, the reason I suggested the other two is that they're more similar to the flip in that 
Um, they don't have a micro- yeah. They don't have a microphone jack. Um, if you want to, you know, move up just slightly and try and get like a little better sound, you would want a camera with a microphone jack. And the Kodak ZIA and, and the new version of the ZIA is the Kodak Play Touch. It has little microphone jacks. You can add uh, different microphones and get better sound. So I, I like that one too. They're all really good and easy to use. Yeah, I really, you know, I bought the microphone. I haven't played with it with the microphone jack. I'm just trying to figure out how long the cord is from my lavalier to the camera on the tripod. Exactly. (laughs) See, the thing is that, you know, I'm teaching people who aren't really familiar with any of this, so I like to keep it simple. And the moment you introduce something like a microphone, it can add um, problems, like the microphone's battery might be dead or... You you know, it might not be getting good sound, and you wouldn't know because one thing that the Kodak ZIA doesn't have is a headphone jack to monitor monitor while you're recording. Yeah, and you're right. What you're talking about is adding more bells and whistles, which are basically going to confuse the average customer who just wants to take a video. Now, tell me. Do you recommend using your regular camera? You know, like I have a Canon, I don't remember the model number, but, you know, it takes videos as well. Is yes. that just as good an option? I do. That is exactly what I suggest. I say, okay, you want to take video? What do you have on you? Like, what do you have right there? And and people will pull out, like, these, you know, a Canon digital camera, and I'll say, hey, look at that dial. It has a little picture of a you know, a video camera switched to there and you can take videos and people sometimes aren't aware and they take great, great videos. For the first, like, two and a half years that I was doing video, I used this uh, little uh, Canon SD100 and it took, right. like, li- little tiny movies and it didn't really matter because it's going on the web and it doesn't have to be perfect. And okay, you know, I need you. I need you to back me up on this. Because this is something I've been writing about for years, and people argue with me that when you're putting stuff up for the web, it does not have to be uber quality. You want to explain the technical reasons why? (laughs) I back you up 100% on that. It doesn't have to be perfect quality. Um, Just because it's not going on TV. I mean, if you want to make something for TV... Um, and you want it to be HD quality. You know what? This whole discussion, it's funny. Both, so it sounds like you started doing video when I did earlier when the video that ended up on the web was in little squares, you know? Right. And, and, and that was good enough. Nowadays, all these cameras are taking HD video, which in fact is good enough for TV. It's, it's right. brilliant. It's brilliant quality. So, um, you but know, the question is why? <laughs> Why do you take it? Doesn't it, you know, we have, right, we're getting bigger and bigger hard drives to store this stuff. But is it really important to have Johnny's birthday party in HD on YouTube? Well, of course it is. What's wrong with you, Marcia? (laughs) And people who take still photographs in five megabyte format where they, you know, they're snapshots. Really? Okay, this this is what I say. This is what I would do. I would take video in the best quality that I can. And then I can choose to put it up on the web at maybe a lower uh, lower quality in, to, so to make it so that the ma- majority of people can see it. So, you know, if people have older computers and you make it in huge HD quality, some people have difficulty seeing them. So that's the answer to that. But 
I will shoot everything in the best quality that I can because what if I'm out there shooting and like something happens and then you know CNN wants it? You know, right. I have then I have really great quality. So you know all the cameras today. I have my iPhone on me all the time, which shoots HD quality. So I'm basically these days I'm shooting in HD all the time. And you know what I do? I put it up in HD over on YouTube. And you know what? YouTube takes care of it because right. people who are now viewing. They can choose. If they have a really powerful computer, they can watch it in HD. And if they have an older computer or an older browser, they can click the button and watch in standard definition. So really, the question of what kind of quality to put up, it's not really that important. For My suggestion for people is put the best quality that you can put up, and the hosting providers like YouTube let really anybody watch it. You know, it's interesting. I had a question, and you may have noticed YouTube change their embedding code and for yep. those who don't know that's when you want to take a video and put it on your website and they recently added an option to use the old embedding code as well because people were having a lot of problems I embedding videos so uh -huh. i want you to tell us uh, yeah it, it's in the options when you go to upload a video uh, to get the embed code rather i just there's noticed an option change those yeah i was just looking at that actually yeah, i posted that in facebook they, they have a new option on there. When you say embed, you can choose what time you want it to start. Nice. Nice. So you see, so what we've kind of answered the question, but what do you think is the easiest way for someone to start putting video online? Uh, well, okay, let's just talk about, you know, what I have when I'm walking around, which is my um, iPhone. So if... If the listeners have an iPhone and they want to record video, once you're done recording the video, um, you just push a button and up pops an option, send to YouTube. Yep, I mean, you can that, do that on Android, too. Right. Yeah, so look how easy that is. That's just, it's two steps, really, record and send to YouTube. But, you know, a lot of people want to edit their videos, and there are some really simple, and there are very advanced professional programs, but there are some really simple Things uh, like Windows Live Movie Maker and QuickTime Pro, yeah. QuickTime Pro, which isn't very expensive at all, and these are really simple solutions, correct? Exactly. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so uh, I. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, do you add titles or do you do fades or anything like that with your edits? <laughs> um. Yeah, I do. So, the basic thing that I do when I make a video is. Um, the first thing I do is I'll introduce who I am. So if you look at my videos, people can go to stevecarfield.com. They can see all my videos. But when I start a video, I say, hey, everybody, it's Steve Garfield from stevecarfield.com. Or sometimes I say from stevecarfield.tv. So I say that right in the beginning of the video. So if people are not on my website or not on my blog, they know where to go back to. Good so, idea. I don't do that enough. Good. No, I'm yeah. writing that down. So people people kid me. They joke about me because I always say that. So that's kind of the joke. Um, and then at, at the end, I'll put my URL um, in, in at the at the end. And sometimes I'll put a title. Uh, I'll put a title in there. Um, hey Steve, can you hang with us? Because we got to take a break, and we'd love you to come back talk some more about this. Excellent. I'll be here. All right. Sounds good. Uh, we'll come back with Steve. Got a little more to do. Want to talk about a new. HD gaming system coming out from Nintendo that I'll get to see next week at, uh, or next month rather at E3. So lots ahead, don't go away. 877-474-3302.
This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen and Steve Garfield on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Thank you for listening to WS Radio. If you are not listening on your smartphone, WS Radio and our friends at MentorMate have just made it a lot easier with our new WS Radio 2.0 iPhone, BlackBerry, and Android apps. Just search for WS Radio in the iPhone store, BlackBerry, or Android market. There are all free downloads so you can listen live or on demand to your favorite show. These new apps work on most iPhones and for the newer BlackBerry and Androids. After you check them out and see how well they work, pay a little visit to our preferred app developer, MentorMate. They have been programming mobile applications for over 10 years now and are one of the few companies that handle all three major smartphones. The world is going mobile, and that is where your company should be. To learn more about MentorMate and our new WS Radio 2.0 phone apps, log on to wsradio.com forward slash mobile. That is wsradio.com forward slash mobile. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800-833-0111. Zero one one one. For the past decade, I've been recommending Kingston for all your drive and memory need. And each year, they never fail to impress me. If you've never used an SSD before, the V-Series might just be the ticket. Let's say you've had that computer for a few years and it's starting to run a little slow. If you're not ready to replace it, Kingston's SSD, now V-Series, solid-state drive can kickstart that old system and make it feel like new. It'll improve performance as boot and shutdown times are reduced and programs open and close faster. In general, the system is snappier. It's like breathing new life into an existing system. If you own a desktop, the 30-gig Kingston V-Series SSD is the perfect companion to that hard drive you have with all that music and movie. Put the operating system on the SSD and keep the data where it's at. Sit back and watch your old desktop operate faster. There's a capacity and a model for everyone wanting to upgrade from a traditional hard drive to a solid-state drive. Check out the Kingston SSD Now V-Series. SSD at www.kingston.com. Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And if you want to call us, 877-474-3302. We're talking to Steve Garfield, who is a videographer and video blogger. Uh, Welcome back, Steve. Hey. Steve, hey. Glad to be back. Hey, well, a couple of questions for you. Yeah, where should you put your video? You made your video. Well, is it YouTube? Where, what's the best place to put it? I mean, because there's Vimeo. There's name some of the different options that people have. 
Well, there you go. You just named a, named a couple, YouTube, Vimeo, Facebook. So where, where are the people who you want to watch your video? Where are they? So if you have a community of people on Facebook, um, that's a great place to put videos. I'm, I'm noticing that I'm getting a lot of comments and, and people are chatting and talking about my videos a lot when I put them on Facebook. And there are two ways to put them on Facebook. You know, you can um, upload your video to Facebook or you can put it on YouTube and then you can grab the URL, go over to Facebook, and then post it over there. And it plays right there in line. I love the way that that works. Exactly. It's integrating beautifully now. It really yeah. works out well. Now, really, what, really about, nice. what about Vimeo and Ustream, things like that? Uh, okay, so Vimeo is a great place to put your videos uh, for, you know, high-quality videos. It's just another alternative for people. Some people find that it's a really nice um, community. The comments are a little different than they are over on YouTube. You find people who are experimenting and people are helpful, and if you're, like, experimenting with shooting video on a certain camera, there's groups over there that can help you um you know, help you out. Um, and then you mentioned Ustream. Now, Ustream is for when you're live streaming. So we talked about recording a video on your phone or on like a Kodak uh, Pocket HD video camera. But the other thing that you can do that I actually do a lot of is streaming live. And Ustream is a nice site that you can sign up for an account on Ustream. It's free to stream live. And all you need to get started uh, is a webcam. Now, if you're streaming live on Ustream, will it record it and archive it up on the site, or is it just kind of one-shot deal? Uh, it will record it and archive it on the site. So when you – this is the way I use Ustream. Initially, I used it um, on the web, but now they have a desktop app, which you can go to Ustream.tv and download a desktop app and use that to live stream. And that's really a better way to do it because – it uses the power of your computer to help you get a really good quality stream. And when you're ready to stream, um, you click the Go Live button, and it starts streaming to a web page. And then you can click the uh, Archive button or, or Save Broadcast button, and it starts saving from that point. And then when you want to stop saving, you just you click Stop Recording, and it's archived. And that's nice. there you go. Yeah, now, Steve, why would you use that rather than preparing your video ahead of time uh, if you're at a live event or something like that? Yeah, so it's so much easier to, to do it that way. Let's say I'm at a conference and I want to shoot a whole bunch of videos. In the standard way, I'd record it, and then I'd go over to my laptop, I'd load the video over onto my laptop, maybe do some editing, then upload, and that's, that takes time. If I'm at a conference and I want to live stream, I hit um, live stream, start recording, do the recording, stop streaming, stop recording, and it's up and I'm done, and I can move on to the next thing. So it really, it's a really good workflow for not having to do a lot of processing after you've, you've done your recording. Do you uh, think people do too much over-processing afterwards? Um, I think it depends on the person. I think... Some companies have expectations that they want their videos to look like TV commercials or these, you know, really highly produced things. And then, you know, sometimes 
the video just never gets done. They, they want to edit it some more, and they want it perfect, and it goes back and forth, and it takes a long time, and by the time the video's done, it's, it's not topical and timely it's anymore. Right. Yeah. So my initial uh, suggestion is to just do it and get it up quickly and move on to the next thing. And, and if you set the expectation of your, your viewers that, you know, this is, I'm blogging, I'm doing video blogging, it's casual video. If you set that expectation and people come over to your site, they, they know what they're going to get, and, and they're fine with that kind of, that kind of production. Steve, uh, you know, we hear a lot about certain videos going viral. How do you get your video to go viral? I, good question. I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just yep, so funny. You, go one ahead. Thing I think, well, one thing I think is you have to invest in kittens, like get cute <laughs> little kittens and do, you know, take videos of them. They're going to do something ridiculous and crazy. I saw a video the other day that was very cute. Um, the person put the kitten in the freezer, oh, of, you know, in, in their refrigerator, in the freezer, and the kitten was walking around and looking at the food, and it was hilarious. Oh, the door was I, still open, I trust. Yeah, yeah, the door was still open. <laughs> or, or actually, another good suggestion is have a baby. Babies, yeah. <laughs> that seems oh, like an baby. expensive way to uh, to get yourself on uh, uh, go viral. You know, the college Some, education and oh that my god. Thing. No, forget that. Just have a baby. Some of these babies are so funny, like when they're playing in the little tub or they're, they they find their tongue for the first time. Uh-huh. These these things just go crazy. Um, you know, uh, a friend of mine, Kevin uh, Naltz, has written a book uh, called Going Viral. Uh, your listeners could go check that out. I am more um, in the in the business of helping people shoot video that um, is personal, tells a story, like if. If your listeners are have a business and they they want to personalize the business, like for example, you go visit someone's website and it's all text, or mm-hmm. you visit someone's website that has video, you get to learn about the people behind the business, look at the products, maybe see a product demo, maybe get a customer um, reference, or it, it's just so valuable to put video online. So I really don't think about going viral. I, 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 I couldn't help with that, but I could help with people knowing how valuable it is to put video on their site. And another reason, and um, Marsha, you probably know this, is that video comes up really high in Google search results, like well, over yeah. text. So once you start putting video up there and people are searching for that content that's in your video, you're going to come up on, I, I can't guarantee it, but right. there's a better chance of you coming up on the first page of Google search results. Like, for example, there's this thing out there that talks about uh, cure for arthritis is um, making a little concoction made of gin and raisins. I don't know if you've heard of that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. In fact, yeah. I think I even tried it once just for the fun of it after working out. And allegedly that does work. Well, if my mom thinks it works, and my mom is a blogger. She's actually one of the Internet's oldest bloggers. Her blog is called My Mom's Blog, and, and we, do some, we do some videos together, and we did a video of this. So if you go to Google and type in gin and raisins, mm-hmm. her, her video pops up on page oh, one. Funny. And there she is showing how she, she soaks the raisins in gin, and then she takes seven raisins a day and eats them, and it, it's helped her. And, you know, everybody's watching that video, so it's, you know, it's kind of a little viral video because it's, you know, quirky and funny. But um, video is really powerful, and it can really help your 
your business show up in, in Google, great reason to well, do a video. You know, one of the things I wrote about in my um, online uh, customer service guide, um, there was a retailer, an e-tailer, who was selling bandanas. Now, you know, we all see, you know, motorcycle guys, they have the bandanas, and I don't know about you, but when I tie a bandana, it never looks right. You know, I, I just really look stupid. Do you so often he did wear a... bandanas, Marcia? <laughs> no. How often do you actually wear them? Spare me, Mark. Spare me. <laughs> okay, so there are people who want to wear bandanas. So this guy, and he sells on eBay, he has a website, did a video on how to fold a bandana, the many ways of folding a bandana, short video. He can ascribe over $12,000 in sales. Now, $12,000 in sales on a bandana is a lot of bandanas. It would seem to be. He posted it on YouTube. People found it. They went to his store and bought stuff. And another interesting thing about going viral, I find a lot of the videos that I post, a lot of people will pick up and put on their websites when they're writing about a similar topic. Have you noticed this? You know what? That reminds me of the... That's perfect. And what it is, is when you make a video and you're done, it's got to be something that people are going to click on and go, oh, I want to share that. Or I want to tell people about that. Or I want to embed this thing on my website. So that gets it gets the video to spread. And you know what? Just to go back to this gin and raisins thing, I just went yeah. to Google to, to, to update myself and check. I typed in gin and raisins, and my mother's video is the fourth result on Google, and when you, you click through and you look over on YouTube, she's got over 13,000 views on this thing. Wow. Gotta love it. I, I do so, want to save you a little aggravation, though, Steve. You said your mother was one of the oldest bloggers. You meant she's been doing it a long time, not that she's 100 years old. Um, she's been doing it for... No, well, she's 85. Oh, well, there you go. She is. Well, there okay, you go. So she is she does not players. need my Twitter and Facebook for seniors book. <laughs> yeah, apparently not. <laughs> That's great. Steve, where can we get information on you and find information? Uh, the main site for me is stevegarfield.com. That has links to everything. And then I uh, do a live weekly show on the Pulse Network here in the Boston area. It's every Thursday at 2, and people can go to stevegarfield.tv for that. That's great. Thank you. Great great information, and uh, it is fun. A lot of people want to get their videos out, so we thank you so much for being with us. Please join us again on the show. I will. It was a great time, Marsha and Mark. Thank you so much. Our pleasure, Steve. Thank Thanks you, for Steve. Being with See, us. audio can be fun, too. Yes, it can. And you yeah. don't have to put on makeup. <laughs> there you go. I'm still trying to uh, see a vision of you, Marsha, on your uh, on your Harley with a bandana on your head. Yeah, well, you, probably... you wait. You'll have a picture of me on a Har Harley sooner enough. Uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm looking for it, and I'm going to pin that thing up in my house. Uh, we've got lots ahead. The buy of the week coming up, a little bit of gaming and lots of other stuff ahead. So do not leave us for a minute. We'll be right back. This is Marsha Collier, and we're, I'm along with Mark Cohen on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. You are listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. You know, selling online can be a challenge, but thanks to Dymo Indicia, shipping isn't. With Dymo Indicia, you can print prepaid U.S. Postal Service shipping labels directly from your Mac or PC. By eliminating your trip to the post office, Dymo Indicia lets you focus on finding, listing, and selling your products. My friends can save hundreds of dollars on a Dymo Indicia postage solution by visiting endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. 
Dymo Indicia is the leading internet postage provider with over $5 billion of postage printed. Indicia is integrated into over 100 third-party applications, which makes your inventory management easy. You get access to discounted delivery and signature confirmation, discounted parcel insurance, and hidden stealth postage. Shipping internationally? With Dymo Indicia, you can also print a first-class international shipping label. Dymo Indicia is the smart way to get it done. Visit endicia.com slash cool eBay tools. Attention online sellers. Introducing a great source for high-quality, low-cost merchandise. Genco Marketplace is America's largest wholesale source of store returns and closeout inventory. Our huge volume and variety of products means online sellers can be insured of a steady source of supply. Find electronics, housewares, shoes, apparel, tools, and general merchandise all from one site. Discover the web's one-stop product source you can trust. Pallets for sale are posted to our easy-to-use e-commerce site, GencoMarketplace.com. There you'll find what you need fast and view a detailed list of items in the pallets. No surprises. Genco Marketplace has direct liquidation contracts with America's largest retailers and manufacturers, which means that buyers purchase direct from the source with no middleman markups. Huge variety, low risk, and fast, easy online purchasing. Register for free and begin bidding on loads the same day. Sign up today at GencoMarketplace.com. That's G-E-N-C-O Marketplace.com. If you own a business, here's a concept that can give your business a serious breakthrough. I call it the stadium pitch. What if I could put all of your potential buyers in a giant stadium and give you the chance to walk out and present to them all at once, making your company famous in a single day? Could you do it? 99% of business owners surveyed are not prepared. Are you? If we put you in front of all your potential buyers right now, listen, there are 14 strategic objectives for an opportunity like this, and I'll bet you won't think of more than two or three. Heck, I'll give you all 14 if you call 800 800- 833-0111. This is Tony Robbins. I've spent the last three decades creating business breakthroughs, and now I've teamed with Chet Holmes, the author of the number one business book, The Ultimate Sales Machine. This stadium pitch concept is invaluable if you're a business owner who wants to be at the cutting edge of business breakthroughs today. And it's expertly depicted in a stunning report that I'll give you as my gift if you call 800-833-0111. Leave us your email, and we'll email the report to you in five seconds. Call 800 833 Zero one one one.